Producer. I'm Korean. I was adopted from Korea when I was really little, when I was a few months old. The name I was born with was Taewoon. It means great bear in English. So I kind of just like switched it, great bear, to like really great. It's kind of grown on to me. Like, I don't know. I'm, I, I try to like have everything as perfect as I can get it. I know that'll like never fit my standards kind of, and it kind of like plays off of that. Mm -hmm. So you're always just going to be modest. Yeah, I guess so. What was your first concert? My first like concert that I went to with my friends that was electronic was this rapper from Connecticut named Chris Webby. With like a few friends, uh, when I was, I think I was in middle school still. Um, and then when I was about fourteen or fifteen, I went to see uh, Pretty Lights um, on like New Year's Eve, which is really cool. And that like opened me up to like a whole other world. I think that live shit was crazy still. Yeah. And stuff. Oh yeah. D wait, was that when he was he was doing the live band? No, that was a little bit before, a couple years before. Oh, okay, yeah, gotcha. I don't think I ever saw the. Yeah, band. I never got to see the Pretty Lights live. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I didn't see the band ever. Um. Yeah, I think I did at Red Rocks like uh, three years ago or two years ago. How was Icon Collective? It was like the best experience I could have done. Um, I learned so much throughout that year and I met so many people that like I talk to every day now um, that I wouldn't have met without Icon. I don't know. And it's like, all my, I never had like too many producer friends, um, like people to bounce off of, people like learn stuff off of and like collaborate. But at Icon, it's like everyone produces, everyone's in that same boat. I just graduated about six months ago from Icon. I moved out to LA like a year and a half ago. Mr. Carmack is my biggest influence. Um, something Something as well, like his sound design really influenced my sound design recently when I found out about him about like a year ago. Um, and then Great Dane, of course. Great Dane's like Alpha Dog, Beta Cat era. Um, some of my favorite stuff ever. He was my mentor for like uh, a quarter. Oh, that is nuts, what? <laughs> yeah, he taught me a bunch of stuff, 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 stuff. How did you make the different parts? Is that a lot of uh, resampling? Um, yeah, so that, the drop was like super confusing to get that product. Um, it was originally a whole different track. Um, it was like sound design tones. And then I just like uh, overdid the sound design, like resonated everything and put like releases on everything. So it was like long releases. And then I went to the group and kind of processed that all together. like. Um, compressed it all together and then I took an auto filter and I kind of just started making the wubs from uh, just those tones and just kind of drew it in on the bass group so kind of 
NFTs would open up just so those tones would come through. Um, and I kind of ended up with that product and I automated like the LFO and the auto filters to get those like little plugs, those like like resonant analog plugs. Um, and I like automated the resonance with that as well in the LFO rate. I like make a huge mess. I have like a template where everything, um, like all the groups that should be there are there. Like I have a bass group, a music group, an effects group, my kick, my snare, and then everything's like side chain through that. Um, and then like top drums and stuff. Um, and then I have all my sends and stuff. But when I start a track, I'll just create an audio track and just like go off that and kind of make a mess. And then I just drag everything into the groups. Mm. Okay, wait. So y- you say that like you just take some audio that you find and then just like kind of fuck with that. I'll just start creating audio groups. Just like uh, I won't like place the kick in the kick group for some reason. I'll just like start creating like a bunch of audio tracks or like MIDI tracks and then like make the song out of like those and like kind of make a mess. But then after I'll like... Uh, drag everything into like the designated groups um from the template oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. i got you. so it's kind of like it's kind of free form in the start and then you organize it into the pre-made groups that you already yeah. have close me though like honestly making that mess kind of just like letting myself keep going with it not having to worrying about like organizing stuff kind of helps me though i don't know yeah how do you feel how fast do you work like how how fast do you make a song um, so that recent song that I, we just played, I made in like half a day, um, but it really all depends. I'll go, I'll like have a few songs that I'm working on throughout like a couple of weeks and I'll just keep going back and forth between them. I work super fast in Ableton though. It's just about kind of like getting the ideas. Is there anything that you used to really struggle with that you now just have a little bit more wherewithal, like how to navigate it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Pretty much like everything. Uh, when I first started, I started. I was in like a really small boarding school, and I had no friends who produced or anything. I kind of just like knew I wanted to make music. I had these things in my head that I heard, and I kind of just went to like get it down. So I'd, I'd literally just like plug a MIDI controller and just like press buttons like all day. I don't know, and then like record anything, like uh, like quantize. Like I didn't even know how to do for like a year and a half or something. <laughs> yeah. Like I always knew I wanted to make electronic music. Like when I heard electronic music, it just like sparked something, like something I heard something that I kind of just knew, like I wanted to go with that um, and pursue that. But uh, yeah, I made hip hop beats for a while just because like it was a little easier for me. Um, I didn't understand how to like make a drop. But yeah, I think Icon Collective helped me learn kind of and made me more confident in like making bass music. Did you have any music theory knowledge when you started making music? I didn't really play piano. I took like piano lessons, but I was so bad at it. And I just like, I knew I loved music in general, but I just had no interest in like learning how to play the piano. Yeah, that's about it. I, I just like kind of liked music a lot. It, like turned into me wanting to make music. I know I know a good amount about music theory. It's just, I feel like uh, my music calls for something more simple, you know, just like that root note, always coming back to that.
Do you ever feel like there's too many labels? Mm, I don't think so because there's like I feel like you're just becoming more and more producers, you know. Oh, okay. It's like kind of evening it out. They're they're growing equally. You're saying. Yeah, and I think like electronic music is becoming a little more popular with all the festivals and stuff. Like, there's becoming more in festivals, and the festivals are getting bigger, um, and just more people are like finding out about it. You think it's kind of like the second bubble because you know there was that bubble when dubstep came out and people on the radio knew what that was, but now it's kind of bubbling back up. You think, right? Yeah, I think so, especially with this like underground bass music. Like I feel like it's really going to become like a a big thing. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Like, especially Lost Dogs. I really love the Lost Dogs, and I think they deserve a lot more credit than they than they have. Like they're big, but like they should they should be playing like main stage, I feel like. You know, a lot of the tracks are all around two minutes, two minutes thirty. Do you prefer to make shorter tracks? Yeah, I uh, I usually it's like that, but like a couple songs got turned down by labels because they were like under two minutes. So uh, yeah, I tried to make them at least two minutes. Um, but yeah, I I feel like they're normally like two minutes to two minutes thirty seconds. It's kind of just because like. Um, I should be doing more with arrangement, but I kind of mainly keep it like intro, drop one, and then like bridge, drop two, outro. And sometimes I'll have like um, drop one, and then I'll have like eight bars of just like a random kind of resample of that drop, but different. And then after the second drop, I'll bring back those eight bars again. Familiarity. Um, I'm pretty sure, and I work like uh, like 160, 170 BPM recently, so it was like pretty fast. I know. Do you master your own tracks? Normally, I will master my stuff, um, but then also most labels master stuff for you. So you send them something; it's pretty close. It's like mixed. And then they'll be like, hey, this is... I usually send them my version of Master. Oh, okay. And then they'll want my, uh, my mix down. Hmm, interesting. See which one they, they want. Is this normally for the bigger ones? Yeah.
how is the process of you know getting labels to uh, or just talking to labels and trying to release on them you find that some labels are better than others just in communication yes definitely yeah um some labels take a like it's different for everyone like some are really backed up so like just mature if they like it they'll like set a release date for like six months in the future it's, it's kind of a bummer but um like some labels like the smaller ones they'll like try to get it out as soon as they can because they like need music as well um and i think that's super dope um i love that and a lot of the smaller labels too are super kind of everyone's like a family kind of like future collective especially they're they're like such a close family i can imagine that six months down the line especially with how fast electronic music uh progresses Growing, yeah it's sound. getting crazier every week <laughs> yeah yeah i could imagine that it's just like oh shit i'm so done with that track i don't even then again there is it's a balance like you get it on a label that has a lot of people that listen to it what's better you know exactly yeah from from this release from ode to dio like i've gotten more followers in the past like few hours than i have with one of the smaller labels the followers have been going up really really slow like it's, it's like a slow progression um but yeah that, that was really surprising this morning to see that So what would be your guide to Burning Man? Like people that have never been, what would you say that was is my a second must? Year. Uh, find a friend that's been before and go with them. I don't, I don't really know, know that it's much kind of about like, Burning Man. I want to go though. Yeah, and it's like a week long. I don't know, you have to like get obviously be prepared with like enough food and stuff and enough water and like how all the stuff you need, like uh, if you want to shower and stuff and all that stuff have like bike tires um, like if your your bike tire pops you don't you don't have to like walk around everywhere because it's like oh, it's a what? few miles like in radius uh, or it's like more than that i think it's like really big do you ever feel like oh shit i like need to get water i'm in a desert i'm gonna die <laughs> yeah no so i personally brought a camel back um but during the day it gets like way too hot to where like i don't know a lot of people just like chill during the day um like under the shade and there's like uh like you can go around to the camps and there's like a whole booklet of scheduled activities and stuff and like really cool stuff that you can learn about um yeah i think like during the day it gets a little too hot i don't know <laughs> but i always have a camel back on me yeah i mean i feel like i'm i'm kind of pasty i'd get fried i gotta wear a long sleeve oh yeah <laughs> yeah def definitely like long sleeve would be way too hot i feel like so it's mostly house music at Burning Man? Yeah. Yeah, it's like pretty much all house music. I guess like on side camps, there's like people playing their bass music and stuff like that. Um, and stuff like that. But um, every stage is pretty much house besides uh, Camp Question Mark. Yeah, and then some of them get pretty big. A lot of, a lot of stages are art cars. Um, so it's like on the outer perimeter of the playa. Um, which is like the circle of Burning Man. That's where all the festival stages are, like the music stages. Um, and then all in the center of 
that circle are like driving around like light up ends and buses that all have like CDJs and speakers and stuff. It's a whole new world. It's like it's like a world that they build for like a week. Yeah, it just sounds like the most free spirited thing you can do. Yeah, yeah, for real. Do you feel what what's like the biggest thing you learned at Burning Man? The two the people that two people that brought me the first year and I went with them the second year, I didn't really know them during my class in Icon and I'd only known, known them for like a couple months at the time. Um, and I had probably like one conversation with them and they were just like, Hey, I have this extra ticket to Burning Man to my class. Like, does anyone want to come? I was like, fuck it, yeah, like <laughs> I'd love to go. Um, and I ended up going with them and I kinda just took that leap, you know, like not really knowing those people and just like going for a week in the desert. Um, and the first day I ended up like going off by myself because they were all tired from driving. Um, I, I had like slept on the way there. So like I went back to the camp and like got my mushrooms and everything and like went out by myself and started chipping by myself. And I kind of just learned to like, I don't know, I don't need to like always be around people. Like I can find like peace within myself and hmm. by myself too. Uh, like that that year after that, I went and did like a lot of things like to find inspiration by myself, like went to like botanical gardens. It's really peaceful being by myself. Are you kind of a lone wolf? A little bit. I like, I tend to sit in my room and just make music. How has being alone making music um, affected your productivity? So that's a tough one. When I had roommates, I kind of always had like people like around me. So it's like I wanted to like, like be working all the time, like giving it 100%, you know, um, when I'm on my own, it's kind of just like I'm schedule, you know, I have to force myself to like go like to work, to wake up every day and work. Um, mm-hmm. I prefer it, honestly. Yeah, it's hard to explain. I In Boulder, I lived by myself for three years before moving out to LA. So I kind of I got used to it as well. All right, man. Well, is there anything you want to say before I let you go? Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. I guess a few of my favorite producers right now are people I met through Icon. Uh, this dude, Effin, E-F-F-I-N. He's my, like one of my biggest inspirations. I, I love his music so much. He's a little bit more bass heavy though. One is Sensei. He just started releasing his music recently, but he's like super crazy. He's on a whole nother like vibe, on a whole nother level. Um, on some like crazy, trippy, beautiful stuff. I don't know, but yeah. All right, for sure, man. We'll, we'll, we'll stay in touch and yeah. Have a good rest of your night. Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me. It was good to meet you.